Fuck the intro. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be very NSFW as far as language goes. Uh, I'm pissed. Uh, I had to go through a lot of shit and get into this motherfucking game. Uh, came like 90 minutes early, which some fucking people that come with friends or whatever, it may not be that bad or charge phone. I had to ration my phone. I don't come with friends. I'm a fucking lame fuck, as you may be able to tell by me doing a podcast on a fucking loss, a 24 point loss. But, um, you know, who gives a fuck? So, my uh, eternal Auburn Tigers, I've been a fan of them for the entirety of my life. Uh, I've seen them play quite a few games. Uh, I haven't seen them win against Georgia quite a few times. In fact, with my own eyes, I've only seen them beat them twice. No, three times. Three times. And one required a fucking actual miracle to do so. Uh, the other two were just ass kickings. But... We've kicked our ass twice, and we've probably gotten our ass kicked by them at least, I'd say, eight times in my course watching Auburn football, which is fucking bananas to believe. I mean, a rivals you play every fucking season. I know, you know, Tennessee, you know, Kentucky, they get their ass kicked pretty often, right? But, like, they fucking suck. Like, we, I had to go get a water bird to fucking soothe my soul, and I'm still pissed. But the shit's coming back up, I guess. Um, think, think of it like this. We were ahead of them in this rivalry before Rick came. We were ahead of them, I know, by a decent amount in the top 15, top 20 all-time wins. Uh, and I think all of that shit is pretty much up the fucking window. I think we were ahead of them at a conference championship as well before that time period. Uh, maybe close to tired, I'm not sure. But all that shit up the window with Rick. And with Kirby, it's just gotten fucking worse, significantly worse. I mean, they I, they had to be number two and number three in, in terms of wins uh, year over year. Maybe number four because Oklahoma. Uh, we fucking suck against them. I don't fucking understand. Like, I understand nobody thought we were going to win this game, including, I think, more rational Auburn fans. But that we fucking suck against them. I don't understand that shit. I, I do. I've watched it. I'm demoralized by it, but I, I do understand why. Like, I'm not stupid. I see the fucking results. But it's like you can, uh, you can like see a fucking bullet coming towards you. Like, well, it's like slow motion bullet. Like a fucking, it's like the shit with the motherfucking uh, muskets. You have to charge that bitch up and like clear it out, move the fucking bullet in, fire that motherfucker. You can see all that shit happen, and it still kills you just probably in heaven waiting, you know, thinking like, man, I probably should have the way of some shit. That's how I feel after every fucking second half of a Georgia game. Why the hell they let themselves get fucking beat the fuck up like this? And I know that they're competing. I know they're trying. The fucking, I mean, it's going to be takeaways. It's going to be stream of conscious. But the crowd was in it for, I think, a good three and a half quarters, maybe three and a third quarter. Um. The, I would say when it was 24 to 10 and Auburn had a chance to really make something happen with the ball at that point, and I think it went three and out or four and out, I think that's when um, they did like a fucking pretty much like brought like, I think six dudes on a fourth down and ball had to like, just basically like hop back and throw the shit away or whatever. Uh, it might've been third, third down and then they just punted it, whichever one. But when they came down and got a, um, a field goal off of that, that was pretty much effectively game. Uh, then they did uh, – I think they had a long-ass pass. 
I forgot the sequence of that, but the long ass the 60 yard pass, I think it was fourth and 10, and like Bo just got trapped or some shit. Uh, and then they just came at the touchdown. That that was that was a real killer. That was that was because I think at that point it would have been what 20 to 20 to three. I forget the sequence of how the score went, but that that touchdown really hurt the chances and their defense never looked good, I would say, pretty much in the most of the second half. They were just tired, but especially the, the fourth quarter, they were fucking gassed. Um, you know, fans, I mean, couldn't even, I mean, fans were mad, obviously, but it's like, what can you really say either? Fought him on the field for like pretty much most of the damn half. Uh, we had, a, I think we had an actual minute advantage in the first half, but time possession in the second half, I mean, we just got fucking killed. And, you know, I, you have, you have a small window, I think, to beat uh, a good team. And that window, you know, it may not be an actual period of time. It may be like more stretched out amongst the, you know, the um, the, the game. Like you may just have more opportunities to do something, and it, you got to figure out, you know, when those opportunities coming to you. Uh, you get down there on the first drive. Jordan looks completely fucking shaken. Uh, I I think that Bo underthrew it a bit. Or overthrew it a bit, but um, you know, Shanker, you know, he's the kind of the release valve, so to speak. Remember reminiscing of a lot of Georgia Titans in the past, where you just gotta bail out the quarterback sometimes. I uh, was not able to make that catch. I'm not blaming Shanker. I mean, he had a great day. He's probably the best receiver on the team. Uh, but you know, had to sell for three instead of four. Uh I think it was I don't know if it was that drive or the next drive, but uh like a wide open fucking um screen pass to Demarcus Demarcus Robertson or whatever his name is D Rob, and he just drops it. Like it was like I think first and ten. I'm gonna say maybe second and ten, and he just drops it. And they were in rhythm up until that play. And he just dropped the fucking ball. Uh, and that would be the sign. I think it was like fucking twelve drops in, if not the entire game, or if not in the first half, the entire game. I mean, it was just insane to me how many times. It was just him squaring the fucking hands. I mean, Bo had some not perfect passes in the first half, and I thought he did pretty decent. He didn't have some great passes. I understand that, but those motherfuckers couldn't catch anything. Um, I, I thought the the, the angles sometimes with the, the passes to the flats and to Shivers were kind of tough because like Shivers would be looking one way, not really in his break, and then Bo would try to kind of do the release valve thing. And unlike the previous game at LSU, where those are opening a lot more, pretty much uncontested. Uh, Georgia at least accounted for them some of the time, not all the time, but some of the time. Uh, and Shivers had to like make, you know, he had to at least like actually come back to the ball the receiver instead of just like, I'm opening, I'm just going to catch it. And a couple of those times, Bo may have floated a little bit over to the wrong shoulder. And Shivers had to do too, too much adjusting. A couple of times, Shivers just dropped it. Uh, one time, obviously, Shivers kind of couldn't catch it. I think that was a bad, bad, not bad throw by Bo, but just on the like, it just it felt like it came off the wrong shoulder. Like Shivers looking one way, Bo kind of threw it a little more to the other shoulder. Shivers tried to go up and not go up and get it, but like put his hands up without really knowing the ball was at. It just popped up out in there, and he pretty much lost the ball, so to speak. And then it was picked off, and Georgia got the fill off of that. And that just that was the story of the game, dude. I mean, Auburn needed to make plays um, in the red zone, and instead it went Georgia's way almost every time. Uh, the pass interference, which I think effectively, you know, dead of the chances of Auburn getting within one score, which is what it would have been, I think, regardless of that point. I think it was – no, it was it was seven 
it seventeen and three by that point, or was it? Um, yeah, it was seventeen three by that point. And I think on this play, had they had a chance to get in there earlier, I feel like it was either a drop or something. But they had a chance early in that drop to get in there. But fourth down, they go back to it. I think it's like fourth and three. Um, both kind of floats to the right a little bit, but you know he kind of has a guy that isn't open, but has he's like he has the uh, his body in the way for the guy, like kind of like how Georgia receivers always have their bodies um, in front of where the ball is supposed to be at, in the cornerback, Auburn cornerback, be on their back. That's pretty much what happened there. Uh, guy was on their back, and then for some ungodly reason, fucking uh, shit ass refs. Decided to fucking bail out uh, Georgia and nothing. So they leave the uh, red zone empty handed. Uh, they scored once. In the, they scored twice. Once touchdown and once a field goal. But largely underperformed in the red zone. Even when they got the touchdown. I mean, I think it was like fourth and three. Was it fourth and three? Or was it third and, third and three? Something like that. Um, they went for tanking. It was bottled up, but he got he broke out and, uh, you know, did what he could. But few and far between opportunities to run. Uh, there's definitely some plays that work better for Jarquez that don't seem to work for t- Tank, but they tried some things, more creative things to get him going outside. Uh, there's one play I didn't like particularly where I think they did, uh, I think it was third and eight, and they tried to get Tank to the off tackle, and they do like this funky alignment, uh, and it, I mean, fundamentally it worked, it's just that the hole was very small, and then it's Auburn, you know, lineman against Georgia lineman, and just... That was an L every time, one-on-one. So Tank almost got to the hole. Maybe that's the play you go going for Jarquez instead. I'm not sure, but he almost got to the hole and just couldn't get there before it closed up. And, I mean, that just fucking – I mean, even with Shivers in. Shivers had a chance to break it outside and just couldn't. Uh, and, I mean, Jarquez is probably the best as far as running inside and cutting outside that we have currently. But it was tough, man. It was, it was a tough day overall, dude. Just – my game was not there, and I mean, that's why I can't give Bo too much shit. Like, we've known from the jump that Bo is a quarterback and needs to play from ahead. He's a Stetson Bennett in effect. If you can get him to play from ahead, have a strong running game behind him, uh, you know, make the passes easy, then he's a guy that's going to, like, really do some good things for you, kind of like the uh, 2019 Iron Bowl. You know, he can, he can work against good teams, but when you make him have to play hero ball, I mean, it's just you're asking – you're pretty much leaving up to God, you know. I mean, you might get really good players. I think he dad he had some good play in that first half, but you may get what happened towards the back end, where you know they would just start bringing five, six guys. Uh, you know, Bo might have a area to run into the run up into into the pocket, like to step up in the pocket. Uh, but if he sees guys in his face, he's going to you know usually start spinning backwards. That's his thing. And worked at some points early in the game, but it, towards the end of the game, they 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 were there for that shit. They were not having it, unfortunately. And you know what can you do? But um, I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I really didn't have a plan with this podcast. You know what I mean? I think I think the defense did well. All things considered, I mean they the front seven played about as good as as Georgia's did for what eighty percent of the game. About 75% of the game, 70% of the game. About 70% of the game, they play about as good as Georgia's did. If you look at the rushing yards per average, comparable. But the pass defense is where you have problems. Uh, we could not 
complete any kind of pressure on Stetson Bennett for most of the uh, entire game, really. And the team was lost towards the back half where they just had the key in on the running backs to stop them from going crazy, and they still did. But Stetson Bennett also had some quarterback runs because of that. Um, he had time to look down the field, and it's pretty much a graceful you know, blessing that that didn't get worse than it was as far as some of the some of the passing numbers because I mean he had easy all day. I'm I feel like he played he had at least like fucking seventy percent completion percentage. I mean, I remember looking over at one point it was like fucking like I had to be like twelve or fifteen or something like that for like almost two hundred yards. Like something crazy like that. Uh he was getting how he wanted easier than I said in the last year. Uh that that zone, dude, that that zone is fucking bad, man. And I'm not sure if some some of the longer pass they were running man or what, but uh towards the back end if it just got blown open, but they couldn't keep up with Burton. Uh I think it was Pritchett, the number two cornerback, number eighteen, either Pritchett or Puckett. It doesn't really matter which. Just getting fucking cooked out there. Uh Roger McCreary got ate up a couple times too, but that number two, Pritchett Puckett, whoever it is, got fucking killed all game. Uh they couldn't keep up with Burton. Uh, Washington was just too big for the cornerbacks. And, uh, you know, Monday pretty much got out on what, like the third or fourth drive of the game. Uh, he was out of there, so that was tough. Uh, Steiner, I think, did a pretty formidable job as come, as run, running goals, but it's just if they're consistently getting in the second level, you have a problem. Like, it doesn't matter who you have as linebackers. Uh, apparently, Pat Poe just, like, does not feel like playing at this very moment. I mean, I'm not saying he's not hurt, but he does not feel like playing hurt, and I mean that's fine. I, I mean, I think if you have somebody hurt against Georgia, you're just gonna fucking eight up anyway. They're gonna just beat the shit out of you. It would just be more tight end passes and more slant passes or whatever. Speaking of slant passes, dude, I don't see what people don't run slants because every fucking play we have no ability to like stop against slants, bro. Well, I mean we have been in the past, but at least when you're running man, uh, you know if your cornerbacks are good enough, you kind of break it up, or whatever, blah, 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 you know, press man, but. When you run that soft ass zone, dude. I mean, that shit's there every fucking play if you want it. And whenever they wanted it, they had it pretty much. <sighs> yeah, I, I think the DB just got ate up, man. No other ways around it. DBs on every level, cornerback safeties, nickelbacks, fucking um dime backs, motherfuckers they started making them terms backs. They got killed. Uh linebackers, I think, had a you know, they did what they could as long as they could. Uh, edge rushers, you know, I think I think that I can't remember being like a ton of holding problems, dude. Like I just think that if the pressure pressure is inconsistent. Sometimes it would be there, sometimes it wouldn't. And a lot of times when it was, you know, the running game being stopped on early downs and having to make um, you know, do win throwing the ball, you know, it was a little it was there. But once it became like a guess game of are you gonna get five yards running the ball and get ten yards throwing it? You know, in the second half, it was over with. There was pretty much no pressure in the second half on him, dude. Uh, and that's the thing about him. I mean, he actually had some tough throws. Like, I I, I gave a lot of Auburn fans shit for saying, oh, well, we had a good day against him last year when we didn't. Or he had troubles against, you know, Florida and Alabama, who's better than we were. Um, so we should do decent against him, you know. But do you understand, dude? Stetson Bennett is not ass anymore. There's a period where I thought he was fucking terrible. He's not ass anymore, dude. At the very least, he is. Excuse me. He's being schemed for by Monk and the offensive coordinator so well that 
it doesn't matter if you think he's ass. You just can't take advantage of it. At least we couldn't. Um, chicken ass, dude. This A&M quarterback is fucking terrible. Uh, Kanzada, this dude is like fucking horrendous, man. And I mean, he's been bad for weeks, but I just saw him literally just throw on a, like a rollout. Like he set his feet everything and just threw straight to the fucking defense. Okay, so rolls out. I, 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 th- I guess he's like the quarter receiver is rolling back to the ball, but uh, the receiver did not do that. Yeah, he just threw a pick straight to the cornerback. Um, I don't want to talk about this fucking game, bro. I don't know. I guess I'll leave a few things with y'all before I turn this off. This is five thoughts, not even takeaways, but just thoughts after watching the game. I don't think you can blame most of that on Bo. But if you do feel like Bo is a problem, okay. I think that if you're going to throw 40 times to win football games against good teams, which I think we'll probably need something around that if we play any other, you know, like Arkansas, we'll probably need about 30 plus passes to win that game. Probably need about, I think, what, 35 against LSU? We either need about at least 35 ish to beat good teams. That's just what we do. If you if that's the, the rest of the season, I, I don't think it would be bad to play Finley or play a backup quarterback. Cause I mean at this point, it's like the, the one thing I will say about Bo, like I think this was a good bold two and a half quarters. The one thing I will say about him, he's not gonna put it on his man. That's just no, he's not gonna he's not gonna do that. He has some throws where he, he puts it out there and it looks beautiful, but for the most part, he's not going to put it on his man. So if you look at it like that, Finley, if there's one he's going to do, if he's going to throw it, most of the time it's going to be straight at the motherfucker. It's just going to be like in his chest or whatever. So if you say, okay, we just want to, we, we're going to accept that we're a throwing team and we have to throw to open the run up. I wouldn't be mad if you started Finley. The only thing is, you do that, you have to understand that the offensive line it's probably going to get fucking killed on the inside more often than not. And, um, you know, they also a lot of them killed on the outside. But, you know, I, there's a lot of interior pressure coming in for this team. Uh, I think that sometimes I just see, like, the edge rushers would, like, get, like, beat inside and then just curl outside. Like, well, not beat because, I mean, they would just continue going. But, like, they'll have a step inside and then just curl back outside and, like, just confuse, like, basically a stunt. Uh, they'll confuse the linemen. But a lot of times, they can just bull rush in, bro. I don't know which one's worse. If I had to think, I'd, I'd like, re-look at some of these games. I feel like I feel like the exterior uh, linemen are just slow. Like the uh, the tackle. I think the tackles are just slow. And I just don't think the guards are particularly good. I think they have, like, guards playing tackles and some shit. So, like, maybe that's the reason why. Like, guards are slower than tackles. At least they should be. So, maybe that's why. But... I think the tackles are just, like, not in a good position. I think the guards are just, like, not good, right? Like, I think Council probably should be decent on another system. But, like, I mean, Nick Brahms is, like, I don't know. But I will say a lot of time when Bo is running, like, doing the, you know, turning around and then trying to spin back and shit, that was usually edge pressure. So, I mean, you know, it, it, I don't know which one's worse. I, I think edge pressure might be worse. but. Let's say all this say that, like, if it's edge pressure and the guards are holding up, okay, you can start Finley. Finley has proven he can step up in the pocket and throw with, like, you know, kind of fine spaces in the pocket, pretty much. And he can kind of throw um, with guys in his face a little bit more than, than Bo can. But if it's, like, interior pressure, I don't, I mean, I don't think that Finley has wheels. I mean, I think if Finley comes in 
a good team with good defensive talent would just bulldog, bull rush inside, contain on the outside, and just force him to throw, you know, on the run, which he had a couple good ones at Georgia State. I thought so. But, I mean, I don't know if it's consistent against a decent team. Uh, number two, uh, the running game, I think it, it just is what it is. It's not going to be consistent, I think, against any good defense. Hopefully it can be, you know, advantageous. As like if you're in second and four, you could run two times and get a first down, but it's not a given. And it's just – I don't think – I mean, at this point we know this line. this line is. This line was bad against Georgia State. They were – in my opinion, bad against LSU. Some people want to think differently, but I think they were bad against LSU. And they were bad today for the most part. I mean, they they had some fleeting holes, but I mean, two yards per rush. Uh, I would say at least like fucking six quarterback hurries, a couple of sacks. Like some of those, you know, it's kind of hard to know what is a sack with Bo and what isn't, but this is not a good line. And I, don't, I doubt it gets better. Um, I don't see why it would. I mean, you can switch guys in and out, but like I just don't see why it would get better. Uh, just keep that about. I mean, like when you're evaluating, it's the offense being bad because Bo is being bad, the offense line is being bad, the running game is being bad, blah blah. Just keep in mind that it's not one thing, and that's I think the most important stuff to remember. Like it's not one factor in why this is bad, and one big factor in why shit is bad, uh, even schematically, is because the receivers. Like if you can't, if you have. Okay, so like you run, you run a two man, uh, two tight end uh, line, right? Like you, you have to because of the fucking blitz and all that shit, right? So if you have five out there, you have one running back, that's six, and you have two personnel. Uh, I think it's called twelve personnel, so two tight ends. Um, that's what ten right there. There's two tight ends, five, seven, eight, nine. So nine, so nine, and then two receivers. If you run that two tight end, two receiver looks, your issue that you're going to run into pretty quickly if you can't create separation is that they pretty much just, you know, maybe run a, a little zone uh, and then they bring like five and you can't get it off because they can't get separation. So you either try to throw it up, as if that was what happens sometimes, try to put it in very uncomfortable positions for the receivers, try to make it work, or kind of get fucked, you know? I mean, I, I think they should do a lot more things with 12 personnel of actually like using the tight ends. Um, like, let's say you have guys block on one side, like one tight end blocks, another one just releases. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of times where I think they should try that more often, but I've seen them try it where, like, either the fucking tight end drops that a quarterback can't put it on there as far as tight end seems. So I don't know what to do there either, man. It's that's just the problem, dude. Having inconsistent receiver play really fucks you up scheme-wise because you can have a good-ass play and not be able to go back to it because you don't know if the receiver would catch it. And I've seen that a couple of times where they just have a good-ass play, draw it up, uh, you know, get a good throw from Bo, and that motherfucker just goes to his hands. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck can I do? <laughs> oh, man, dude. It's, it's going to be a tough, 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 tough evaluation uh, during the offseason, dude. I'm not saying look forward to the offseason already, but, like, it evaluated how these dudes do or who stays, who goes, who starts, who doesn't. Um, I mean, I mean, something like Shedrick Jackson or fucking, you know, Demetrius Robinson, bro. I don't even know the fuck you say about them. Like, Demetrius gets himself open and just 
fucking, you know, I, it's inconsistent, dude. He'll make a beautiful catch like he did on the sideline, or he'll just have an easy-ass drop like he did on that um, screenplay. And then, you know, Shedrick, I... I, I that's, that's, I haven't seen John, uh, what's his name, John Tavius Johnson, what the fuck his name is, Javarius Johnson. I haven't seen him in it since, like, the fucking second game of the season, I want to say. I mean, he's been gone for a while. I don't know what the hell. I mean, he had a really rough go of it on the same, I think, Georgia State game, I want to say. Either that or the one before that. Yes. So I don't know if it's just, you know, doghouse or the injury or whatever, but they got to start playing the other receivers more, dude. I, I don't know. I don't, if you don't know playbook, you don't know playbook. Okay, I get it. But, like, Tavares, Dawson, Dawson, um, Papers, Canyon, these dudes got to play more. I mean, they have to play. The guys ahead of them are not good. I mean, I don't know how you look at what happened today and think these receivers are just just roll them out and just see what happens. Like, you can't. I don't know how you do that. You got to switch up in some kind of capacity, man. Um, you got to. I, I, I've had enough. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I've had enough. I'm tired. I'm just I'm fucking frustrated. I'm disappointed, dude. I didn't think to win. I didn't expect to win. I didn't even think while we were getting closer, we were going to win. But I just expected clean. And that's the thing with this coaching stuff that these fucking people, these Auburn fucking sunshine pumpers told me the whole coach season, the whole offseason. Oh, new coach is going to clean up the execution. And he's going to, you know, guys are going to be held accountable. And we're going to find a way to make, you know, even if they're not talented, to, to, to just take, to make it like Tuberville, where the coaching just makes up to some degree for talent. They're getting outcoached, I feel like. Like, these guys, I don't understand what they're learning from this new regime. I, the receivers regressed. The offensive line is worse than it was last year. Um. I, I I don't know. I feel like so many things are worse than they were last year. Like this this new defensive scheme is worse than it was significantly worse than it was last year. I didn't like the press man all the time. I thought it needed to be more change ups than just press man every time. But this is no change up in a good way. I mean, I know that he ran some man against LSU and it worked, but this soft bullshit is like every player feels like. I mean, I, I, I was telling people last year, uh, last week, it wasn't just so much. I mean, it was defensive adjustment. It's more so just fucking when the pressure came in. Um, old buddy couldn't make any throws. Uh, Matt Johnson, he looked fucking frigid once pressure started coming into his face. That's not necessarily just a defensive scheme adjustment. That's just hoping that a guy that is, you know, I don't want to say a, a pussy, but a guy that isn't, Mentally strong can just just fail. It's not. I don't know that. I don't know if that. Uh, I don't know if I like that strategy. And it, it obviously didn't work against this guy. LSU is down and about to be down. Probably twenty-one to zero against fucking um, Kentucky. Matt Johnson nine of 15, 72 yards. This was fucking suck. Like, I, that's why I wasn't like, you know, beating my chest about that win. LSU fucking stinks. They might be like the second worst team, the worst team in SEC West. Look at AM competing with Alabama. Uh, you know, Arkansas, Mississippi State, you know, they've had some decent wins. How the hell is LSU gonna get a good win all season? They had to ask about UCLA and then let Bo Nissel like fucking 
Uh, like fucking, I don't know, like someone really good against. I don't even have a fucking comparison or like a metaphor. He looked really good against OSU in in Death Valley. They fucking stink. <laughs> they can beat my fucking ninety against Alabama. And Alabama isn't too good this year, but I don't think we can beat them. I'm just thinking about it, like our secondary is terrible, and even if Bryce Young's had a very hard time understanding what to do against pressure. He can still just throw that motherfucker up there. <laughs> and we can't stop the run, it seems like. Um, well, I can't say we can't stop the run. We did a good job against the most of the game. But if we get – I think if we get tired again, I get sped up, the defense gets tired. I mean, I don't see why we're looking any different against them. Against Alabama, they got running back talent. I don't know. I got a minute left. I'm, I'm going to let this one rock. Um Hope y'all enjoyed this, dude. I didn't enjoy this. I didn't enjoy recording this. I fucking went to bed. I'm gonna take a nap. What time is it? Eight, eight twenty-nine. I'm gonna take a nap. Uh, I I wish I was one of those people that could just cry like on command, like just cry about little shit. But I would cry about this game, not because I expect to win, but just because I want to let out the frustrations I have. I can't let up in any kind of better way than just venting in this fucking podcast. I can't, I don't want to, I'm like a fucking mongoloid and punch a fucking hole in the wall or some shit like that. I might plug on PS2 in and just fucking play NCAA and just beat the shit out of uh, these dumb fuckers and, uh, you know, these Georgia cunts and fucking, and that, but I fucking hate Georgia, man. That, that's it. I fucking hate Georgia so fucking much. I hate their fans. Fucking dumb son of bitches come through here and look like they fucking own the place. It's fucking like, it's like 50%. If you guys saw the right now in Auburn, there's 50% Georgia fans and 50% Auburn fans. That's fucking embarrassing. Why the fuck are so many of these fucking mouth-breathing pieces of shit?